scored on this computer. Yes, indeed. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Global Frequency. I'm your host, CJ Rock, and I'm joined by two of the most beautiful human beings in podcasting, which is why this is the world's greatest podcast, didn't you know? Uh, welcome, James. Welcome, TC. How are you both? Uh, good, thank you. Very good. Thank you very much. Good. I'm pleased to hear it. I brought you together um, to talk about the latest stuff in the news and whatever, because something big happened over the weekend, uh, Guy Fawkes Night, and um, it was pretty big. <laughs> <laughs> How dare I? How dare I? Um, after doing three shows with you guys this week and a few other people, it's been a hell of a journey, um, but we finally got the result on, on Saturday, was it Saturday. Saturday, we got the result for the yeah. US elections. And the one day I was at work, we get the result. But I think it was the same problem they had a week. Everybody knew Biden was going to win. They were just not comfortable saying that. Hmm. But then all there, of a sudden, there's, I think there's still some radio went. stations out there. There's still some radio stations out there that are still uncomfortable saying it. They're still saying if. Yeah. And I refer yeah. to LBC. Uh, yeah, L LBC, you know, um, what is it? it's meant to be a London... Um, radio station leading Britain's conversation, Curtis. It's, oh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's national now, yeah. national. Yeah. It's national, yeah, which explains why there's like only one black person there. But, um, I was just like, I was I was watching them today, and was it Majid was on there? Yeah, yeah. I don't know how about you can't, you know, although the Democrats have had victory, you can't ignore the 70 million that voted for Trump, and I was like. <laughs> yes, you can. Well, no, no, to. no, 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 yes, Curse, Curse. You, can't, you can't, you can't. They lost fair and square. That, that, that's it. And now he, he wants to move on. Mm. He's doing the right thing. You right, you can't ignore them, and he shouldn't ignore them. But they, they do not lead policy, mm. right? Nor did Trump lead yeah. policy. Really, he just did what the what he wanted to do. So I don't. He can't ignore them, and he's not trying to ignore them. In fact, what he said is that he wants to unite mm. them and save lives. So I don't think he's ignoring them at all. Mm, yeah, I, I don't think he will. And, and that I, I, I was point. inspired I by rights. Sorry, go ahead, James. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I, I was inspired. I, I, I was inspired by by his speech. I think that was incredibly well written and incredibly well mm. performed. It was rousing. It was uplifting. It was. Um, bringing not just the people of the United States together, but it was a rallying call for the rest of the world to come back together and have more unity. And, and it just gave me so much more faith in him as an individual, because I'd never seen anything like that from him uh, during the entirety of the campaign. And mm. it's even been talked about that, you know, he was kind of kept away from, um, uh, from the media during the campaign as well, because he's known for gaffes, he's known for stumbling over words. The guy is a stutterer. That's you know that's what he's had to had to deal with in his life um, as something to overcome as well. And so he hasn't had the opportunity, I guess, to give the rousing speech in this way. And it was it was you know what um, as powerful, if not more powerful than uh, Barack Obama, I would say. Yeah, I, no, I a few people have said that. I've, 
I think he stepped up to the plate. I, 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 I think that Biden, for a lot of this campaign, has been presented as being, what does they call him, Sleepy Joe on the yeah. right. He's presented <laughs> as making the gaffes and, 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 and really, uh, people have been going far, as far to say they don't actually know where he is half the time. But my man ran onto that stage um, like you meant business and somebody's already edited it to be a WWE entrance. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> or WWF, I don't know. But I, I think that Joe Biden, I was looking up a lot of stuff on him and, you know, the right really went at him. And I think hmm. he weathered it, not because of, um, just because he's a Democrat, but because he is actually a nice guy. Hmm. Um, one of the biggest complaints they brought up about Joe Biden was the fact that he was um, a segregationist. And I think it was that he wanted to work with the segregationists, not that he was one. But then, while digging through that, I found a speech he made about South Africa, which would be very much, if you get a chance, look it up. And yeah. at a time when the UK was um, um, undecided on sanctions, Joe Biden was like, I don't care about the South African government. That's a puppet government. I care about the South Africans. And that's the type of passion that Joe Biden has. Um, and he says it better in an American accent, by the way. But I think, you know, he, he deserved this. He won this. You know, he literally campaigned in what I think is the right manner. He got way more votes than Trump did. And I, I, I'm quite, I, I don't know how much change will come along. He, like Obama, is very much, he reaches out and tries to cross the aisle and speak with people. But the Republicans, I, I don't know, they've got to come down from Mount Crazy for this to work well, and at the moment we, I, don't... We, I think mount crazy is so i think once donald trump's gone that that mountain's disappeared because the american people then because donald trump was hiding everything wasn't he like the virus wasn't that bad flu's worse but we, we've turned the corner we've turned the corner i'm i'm immune you know he mm. was all that stuff well joe biden is going to make everything quite open you know these are the facts these, this is what we're trying to do to, to do it. We're taking this to Congress for your safety as, as individuals. And then, then it's down to Republicans to either be good senators and look after their constituents or let them die. Do you know what I mean? And, and, and it'll show in this yeah. figures because if Democratic states who have taken on board or states that have taken on board these measures, people start surviving and doing better. While in, in you know, when, when Republican states, they're dying, that's all the evidence you need, you know? So uh, I think the Republicans will, will join on board if, if the measures are, you know, obviously there might be disagreements, but if they're trying to save lives, I think they'll probably jump on board. And I think there's quite a lot of Republicans out there, Curtis, who are quite happy that the lunatic's leaving the building, although it doesn't look like he's left just... <laughs> Yeah, you, 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 you know, I, 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 think, I think that's a really... I think that's a really good, good point there, TC, especially in regard to... Um, uh, COVID and the fact that the blue states now, you know, may show that progression and, and change. And, and the thing I want to kind of jump on, on the back of is the fact that, you know, a, a global pandemic was politicized and used for personal gain, not just political gain, um, of the incumbent party. Uh, and it's like lives against your own personal power. And so th there is no empathy. Th there is no connection. There is no 
um, people with people, and there hasn't been for the last four years. And it's obvious in the types of type of rhetoric, uh, and and then inciting by his malicious tweets and and they absolutely are it's like it's it's school schoolboy school ground politics going on that 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 he plays there to incite the violence and, and kind of stoke the fires of people going out armed to um try and make american great again armed that's not great that's weak that's uh, that, that you know it's just ridiculous i get so kind of worked up with this guy um, he's just a, a sick piece of shit. James, you're absolutely right. The strength there is in the firearm, not in the arm that wields it. Do you know what I mean? If, if, if you're strong, then you can stand by your convictions and you can take it on the chin and you can walk away. But if you're not strong and if you're a child, then you throw your toys at the pram. You say that, actually, none of this is my fault. Actually, I'm going to sort this out one way or the other and I'm going to hit people until I get what I want which is not a very strong place to come from. And it, it's Donald Trump all over, which, which slightly worries me that he's still in power. <laughs> you know, if this is a UK election, <laughs> then it'd be, you know, he'd be out now, right? Same day, he'd be yeah. gone. Yeah, yeah. and, and now he's, day, yeah. he's in there. Yeah, exactly. He's in there till January, isn't he? You know, it's... it's and he's yeah, got... January the 21st. Oh, it's just crazy that he now is... I, I read something, I can't remember which which um, newspaper it was from or which uh, TV channel, news channel it was from, but it said, like, all that Donald Trump can do now is destroy, you know, that he he doesn't want to, if he can't be there, he's going to try and rip things down, tear them up. So he's going to make it as hard as possible for, for Joe Biden or anyone, really, because they don't deserve it. He deserves to be the king. What? And it's the king that he's to be. Do you know what I mean? What, what, so what? I'll let you know. Yeah, what 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 was obvious from the outset of um, his presidency was his use, and it was the first time that this has come up as a um, mm. in, you know an enforced tool of use, and that was the executive order. I'd, I'd never come across that that mm. as a phrase. I didn't I didn't know what that was um, until he started using using it over and over and over again, and putting rules in place. Um, I, because he wants to, not because, you know, he's gone through the the process and the motions and put it through the houses and had the conversations and set up the schemes and the systems and everything that needs to be in place. It's like, no, that is a mm. tool for an individual who has a constitutional right to be above the law. You know, it, it's just like, it just, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm incredulous about all that stuff. I, I think the only thing that concerns me about this democratic victory is, is, is this. When Obama was in power, that's when you got the start of the whole Tea Party, the whole movement that would literally turn the Republican Party into Trump's party. And Obama and the Democrats, literally, Democrats, the day after Obama got into power, literally started pretending to be like blue Republicans. And then the Republicans gained power in the in the Senate, and that was it. There was no negotiation. They would make up rules on the cuff, even when it came to the um, the Supreme Court and Obama's last six months. No, we're not going to confirm anybody. Not in the last six months. That should be for the next president. 
and what happens when Trump's in power? Yep, two weeks later, you know, a new woman in. I get the feeling hasn't even read the Constitution, doesn't know what it is. My big concern is we're going to get more of that, you know, and 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 this time it won't be the Republicans, the Democrats lose the next election. It'll be the Democrats lose the next election and the one after the one after the one after. No, it's, the I think Republicans are very good at being. I, I sort of disagree, Kurt. I think there'll be more accountability this time. I think especially with COVID and with what's going on, you know, as I said, it's, it's going to be this president will make mm. it more clear what's happening, how many people are dying. He might actually hold daily press conferences himself or hand it over to the, you know, the chief, you know, have a, a chief medical officer who deals with this stuff, who deals with statistics and just speaks daily mm. about it. It'll be very clear that these are the measures that you know, the experts intend to introduce, but obviously it needs to be passed in the Senate or in, in the House of Representatives and it'll have to be passed by then. And that yeah. goes to them. So it's very clear. That's been televised. That's that that's there there. And now we're waiting on well, we'll be waiting hopefully tomorrow we'll bring this in. Yeah. You know, obviously. Yeah, yeah, and but that that's the way it should work. Now mm. if if we learn anything, that the the US electorate have learned that actually Donald Trump and that kind of republicanism, which I don't think is, I don't think is what you call classic republicanism, is actually not very good for the normal person. That's why the huge amount of numbers have come out, even for Trump, but, but for, for Joe Biden as well. You know, I think hopefully, hopefully, you know, I was talking about in the previous podcast that there's a swing, you know, and we swung to the right and hopefully yeah. we'll start swinging back. To the middle. I'm not. I don't, I'm not a massive fan of going all the way to the left. I'm not a communist or anything like that. But no, I've got social social leanings. But hopefully we're on that way back and can have a bit of content. I'm not saying it won't go back, but I think maybe that's where the US are. And I'll, I'll let you continue. But obviously we need to talk about how this affects us and globally how this affects the world. Well, I'd, I'd like to agree with you. I know the Democrats like uh, Biden came out and went science. He kept saying science up on that stage, which to me was like, oh. You know, that was a beautiful moment, right? But I, I come back to it again. The Republicans are really good at playing spoiler. Um, and a lot of the stuff they need to do, they'll have to go through and work with the Republicans to do it. Now, as much as Trump's lost power, he's still their most popular Republican. Mm. Um, he's still the guy who brought in 70 million votes for them, the most any Republican candidate's got. And worst out of all the, the like the worst aspects of this, all the states with the highest death rates mm. still went Republican for the most part. Mm. That to me says that you know, unless the Democrats do something absolutely amazing in the next four years, and I'm not saying they can't, but even with all the achievements Obama made under his presidency, the nation still went red. I, I think that you know. I want it to work out well. I really, really do. But at the moment, I'm just, I, I, there's a bit of me that's going, this is going to be, this is a dangerous time. And actually, you know, if, if, if um, Biden's not careful, we'll end up with what happened under Obama. He'll make some achievements, make some changes, but then the Republicans will come straight back in again. Um, they're, they're, at the moment, they're all denying the uh, election results. Even Ted Cruz has come out. Ted Cruz, a man who, whose, whose wife was uh, Trump, basically said his wife was ugly or whatever, right? Is is coming out and going? Well, the, the results aren't confirmed yet. You know, I, as as much as this may like this would be great if it's a new great period 
in American history and culture. I think the Republicans are going to play spoiler. And I think they're already doing it because not one of them, I think one or two of them have come out and said, yeah, Mitt Romney. But a lot of them are going, yeah, the count's not complete. Uh, Yeah. You know, um, and also the fact so many of them turned up at the polling stations with guns. I'm like, why weren't these people? Why? Open carry or not, interference with the election process should be an absolute no-no for everybody. And I don't care if you're peaceful protesting or not. If you turn up with guns at polling stations, you're out for intimidation. And it worked to a large degree. A lot of polling places got scared to announce the results. I heard stories of employees who have to have it go to hiding. Um, that's madness, absolute madness, I, and it fills me. With I just need a lot of concern for the okay, next so four years. I think I think we need to clarify that even if you had a hundred people turn out mm. to every polling station with guns. Uh, across the United States, that mm. would be a tiny percentage of the population of the United States. That would be a tiny percentage of the Republican yeah. voters. So I, I, I think, mm. I think, that, I mean, the problem is that the loudest people generally are seen the most. That doesn't mean they are, you know, the fathers or you know the fathers or mothers who voted Republican. Mm. But actually, actually, they care about their kids. Now, I'm not saying they're not misguided with some of the beliefs if, if they think that Trump. Is the solution this you know woman molesting yeah. you know bankrupt weird pervert you know um, who, who basically sexually abuses women generally? <laughs> I mean, allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> but allegedly, do you know what I mean? Because obviously he's been taken to court so many times, you know, and made out so many payouts, yeah. you know. So, yeah. so if they believe that that's the person, um, that's what I mean. That's why I think they might be slightly misguided, but I still think they're probably people that care about mm. their kids. Don't want to live anywhere. There's a lot of crime, you know. Try and do good things around their own community, but that can be misguided. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't think they're all bad, and they're not all going to come out with guns. I, I mean, I'm hoping. Let's face it, I was wrong about the election, you know. So anything could happen. I, I was very happy that you were completely wrong about the election. TC got to ask backwards, yes. as we yeah. <laughs> yeah. as you predicted. Um, yeah. So, yeah. But but yeah. but this is the thing. I mean, we're 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 actually um, you know the way we're talking, we're still cogitating over the past, and yeah, the the past hasn't yet passed yet because he's still there until January. But mm. um, why why are we so concerned? Why are we concerned? Oh, what are they going to do? What's going to happen? What's this? What's that? Well, we 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 can't we can't predict the future e- either. Mm. I mean, the the speech was mm. hopefully rousing enough. To, to go, you know what, the, the age of hate is over. It doesn't have to be hate, mm. even if it's uh, political blockers. Now, there can be political blockers for political gain where it won't have a human consequence yeah. at the end of it. And, and I'm talking human life lost because of um, the, the desire, this angry desire for political gain. Now, if hopefully you're talking mm. about, well, they're going to be blockers to all those other little nuanced little things that end up just be, being a, a, a filibuster shouting match, if you like, you know, then, well, what, yeah. what's changed? Nothing's changed. And I wanted to pull, pull you out mm. on, on your, your own commentary there that made it sound like, wow, 70 million, you know, the most that's ever been uh, uh uh, votes ever been cast for a, a Republican uh, uh, presidential candidate? Ho- hold the phone. Seventy-four million were cast for a Demo- Democratic candidate. So it's it's like 
the, it speaks for itself. You know, we, we yeah, are but they're all a, communists, bruv. No, oh, they're not. <laughs> they're, they're not. I, I know you're making a joke, but you know, you know the, the the whole socialist argument. I mean, I, I think that's why a lot of people mm. actually voted for Trump because they haven't the socialist argument thrown at them. Yeah. Uh, people that were from socialist uh, regimes that are taking it to to an extreme. Um, so the mm. the the reality here is that um, socialism or bits and bobs of a socialist function that are proven to work like the NHS, you know, um, actually should be embedded into um, systems and societies. So you don't have to pay about $5,000 if you break your arm. You know, if you're if you're a COVID patient, you know what? If you don't have money, then you're probably going to die because they're going to focus their time in America. I'm talking. They're going to focus their time on on the on the fee paying patients. You know how insane yeah. is that? You know that 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 is allowing the insurance system to play god with people, and that is sick. And unfortunately, mm. it's got this stigma of being like, it's socialism, socialism, you know, it's going to devastate our country. Um, <laughs> we're not willing to pay for other people um, uh, within our taxes for them to get better. And it has no uh, uh, recourse on us. It's like, well, wait, in, wait until you're old and you have to be catheterized or something. And then you're paying 10 grand. Yeah. So wouldn't you be happy to know that that's just taken care of and you could just walk in and survive. And in fact, you are helping other people because you're paying your taxes. You know, that that's that. So I think we're kind of missing the argument and the argument is there's less of an argument now. It's calmer. It's easier. Mm. We can go, you know what? We don't have to be so fraught with our, um, you know, opposites. Our opposites are not enemies. It was in that speech. I'm like, what a line, you know, our opposition is not our enemy. It's just an opposing uh, viewpoint to be respected. I'm like, oh, brilliant. Well done. Whoever wrote that speech was on the money. (laughs) Uh, Personally, I just loved a bit where he went. I just loved a bit where... um, Look, um, we're going to make some changes. Uh, black people, you've had my back. I got yours. <laughs> oh <my laughs> God, damn. I was like, all right, bruv. I was like, okay, that's some balls you got there to step up in front of the American people and say that. But that's who Joe Biden is. Now, um, we've spoken about the election. And you know what? I've spoken about the US election so much for the past couple of weeks, days. Oh, there's so much... There was so much comedy and humour over the past couple of days as well, which I wish I'd been able to do a show yesterday. But uh, it's been a fantastic run of people, just happiness and joy. I would suggest, if you want to see how happy Americans really are, go on to TikTok um, and just search (laughs) American elections or Trump loses, and you will see the greatest expression of comedy that I've seen in a long, long time. And it's beautiful to see, especially young people, or Americans threatening to go somewhere else um, to live um, who were Trump supporters. Like, if you're a Trump supporter, Canada really isn't the place for you. Um, or Mexico. That, that seems to be a constant. Or Mexicans are now bu- building England, a wall or... so they can't get that's in, right. yeah? That's right. <laughs> that's right, that's right. And they're paying for it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Who did you vote for? No, um, you can't come in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
Um, so it's been an interesting couple of days and it's been beautiful. I think people have, a lot of people that were quite dang have cheered up. And I think it's been so funny to watch the online reaction and just the way commentators, the trolls seem to have disappeared to a large degree as well. And the attempts for making excuses for Trump, they're just not hitting any 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 notes. But I think it's been quite interesting the past couple of days. Now, moving on slightly, what does the election mean for the UK? They, you know, one of the first things that popped into my head when I heard that Biden had, had won is how's he going to deal with Boris? Because Boris, you know, made the Tories made clear that Trump was their preferred candidate. At, at first, they refused to make any comments about whether all the votes should be counted because they felt it was a trap of some kind in a democracy to say that all the votes should be counted, but okay. Um, and also, back in the day when uh, during Brexit, obviously, Obama had said that you know the UK should consider staying in the EU, um, it's a great deal you're not necessarily going to get a great trade deal if you leave the EU. I believe that's all Obama said. But the response from Boris, who at the time I think was still Mayor of London, Mayor of London. Yep. was that um, he had a cultural issue with the United Kingdom because his dad was Kenyan and he hated the English and hated the British. And, and um, it was quite a racist statement at the time. But obviously the press, for some reason, didn't call out Boris on it. And they never seem to do that. So we're at the situation. Our current situation is Biden's now won. Biden's an uh, Irish lad. Um, traditionally, his family's from Ireland. Um, he's already stated that, obviously, you know, the UK won't be front of the list in terms of a trade deal, which I don't think will be true in the end, simply because of the economic situation the Americans find themselves in. But, you know, Boris, do you think the, the whole Boris's approach to his best mate Obama may play a part in how the Americans respond to us outside of that? Because nobody ever calls Boris out on his racism. Nobody ever calls Boris out on his bigotry. The press never have. The press still haven't um, called him out on anything he does, seems to do or insult or however rude he is. But obviously, um, Biden's a man of his word. And him and Obama are still friends. And I wouldn't be surprised if Biden offered Obama a job in his cabinet. Um, how do you think what would how do you think it's going to affect the UK, apart from the obvious, which is my happiness? How do you think it's going to affect the UK having the Biden presidency? James, do you want to take this one first? Yeah, go on. I, I, I'm in the too early to tell camp. Because it, it is a big question. Mm. Um, I think I heard a statistic. Yeah. I'm not sure if it was if it was correct, but about forty percent of all our trade, if not fifty percent of our trade, is done with the US. Now I, I thought like I kind of fifty percent was with the EU. So so that, that statistic may be wrong. But anyway, it, it it's a lot of trade. And well, why one? Why would they disturb that relationship? Because um, uh, there's a lot of incoming trade. Maybe it was incoming trade that's like 50% is from the US. Um, why, why would the US want to disturb that, that marketplace uh, within, within the UK? Um, and it is massive. I mean, come on, don't get me wrong. We're a small island compared to the rest of the world, 
but we're what within the top 10 of uh gdp and size economies um yep top five uh, yeah mm-hmm. pardon me top top five economy so in fact we're still a player even though we like to shoot ourselves in a in the foot because the world isn't isn't run by governments it's run by money and and we're missing that fact again uh, it, it will it be detrimental to the us to really fuck us over in, in trade deals yes it would be uh, and and would that then be a cascading effect to all those other people going like whoa they, they they mistreated their special relationship that they've had for many years isn't that a little bit of a concern um i i, I doubt that it'd be too concerning but then again you you it, it will disturb that that whole uh, economic system that's been in place for for many 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 years. Mm. Um, so, is it going to going to is Brexit going to be a problem? It's going to be a problem with the US without US, you know, with or without. It doesn't matter. It's going to be a problem. Our our, our bills are going up. Our shopping uh, baskets are going up in price. There's no question. We are going to be penalised individually financially because yeah. of this. Thing. Um, the, the the U.S. trade deal, you know what? I I I don't think we're gonna see any result or consequence of that election because of, um and tying it to bre- Brexit for at least two years, because it took yeah. seven years to put all those trade deals together with the eu in the first place yeah and now we're barely at the place where we have a deal let alone have seven years we've had four of fighting um uh, around words on, on on a bit of paper and no actual no outcomes of firm deals in place therefore it's just a complete mesh of a mess that nothing is going to affect it it's still going to be a mess it's going to take many years of unpicking Mm. because of the stupidity of um yet again that silent majority um that that we also have in the uk I, I, i think you're right i just want to come in just to clarify um 15.5% 15.5% of total UK exports, and this is off a, off a site called um, uh, worldstopexports.com. Yep. And basically they sort of list that. So the UK's top exports is 15, 15.5% of total UK exports go to the United States. But then that's eclipsed by the EU. So Germany is 9.9, followed by France at 6.7, then the Netherlands at 6.5, then China comes in after that at 6.4, but then it's Ireland, and then it's Belgium. So actually our, our total exports are generally towards Europe, but obviously if you count it as individual countries, then yes, the US is the main ex- the main the main country to export to. Yeah. But we are the weakest. Once we leave the EU, you're right, all the trade deals go, but the EU, admittedly, doesn't get our doesn't get uh, sorry it doesn't get um scotch and stuff but they can impose obviously better tariffs on us they can get a better deal which they inevitably are going to get a better deal do you know what i mean so we're in a weaker position by not being in the eu um how does that affect us with joe biden well joe biden i think will will look to reinforce the uh the ties that that most democrats generally have with europe which are with angela merkel now with Macron, do you know what I mean? So those are those are the those are the big players in Europe. Boris Johnson will not be a big player. You know, Ireland. You know, the, the guy loves going to Ireland. He is from Irish descent. Um, 
that's he, he i think he's personal friends with the with the current prime minister the the tea shock which i can't remember how to say it properly forgive me if you're irish and know how to say that correctly um <laughs> he's, he's actually a personal friend of, uh, of, their, of their prime minister uh and uh and i i think i think that unfortunately we we already put ourselves in a lower uh, admittedly we are i think now we were the fifth largest economy in the world i think we're the seventh now um because of brexit and that's before we've even properly left um and uh, it just naturally just puts us down the pecking order and i, I don't think there's i don't think we, we mm. need to be shocked by that or i think it's a realism that actually we don't rule the waves if we if we can't trade with the eu that's a huge problem the us was never going to be a good deal, deal for us one way or the other and only only with the strengths and numbers of being mm. in the eu had we any opportunity to make it a sort of a, a balanced playing field or at least control our you know our food you know what we eat you know how, what we what we well, import from i the think it, more... I, 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 let me jump in there quickly because i think it gets it's all very complex and i think it gets even more complex when you find out that the uk is the biggest investor of um foreign direct investment it comes from the uk into the us um as a country so i don't it's going to be interesting to see how they how a trade deal works, but I think we're going to become that bit more reliant on the US um, as time goes ahead, especially in the next six months to a year. Because America, no matter what Biden's opinion is, I don't think America's going to be like, yeah, we, we, it'll be a money-making opportunity for them. No matter what happens, it'll be about making money. And especially it, it, with what COVID's done to the economy, I think it, it'll, be, it'll be like, it'll be the cash flow. Curse, I, I, I agree do think with long term it means the end of Boris. Yes, I, I agree with you. The only thing is that if the if the deal with the UK threatens the um, the mm. Good Friday Agreement, and if it if it if the UK yeah. actually breaks international law, then there is no trade deal. That's it. That's called embargoes. That's an international mm. embargo. That is what we should be doing to China. Uh, for what they're doing in Hong Kong and in that, mm. uh, is it the Xiaoping again? I'm so sorry if I get this wrong. Whether you know, whether basically Leo Varadkar yeah. took to go back. Yeah. Leo Varadkar wasn't it? Leo Varadkar. No, Leo Varadkar's. No, he's passed. It's not Leo Varadkar anymore. Um, oh, sorry. Okay. No, uh, that's right. Don't <laughs> worry. Um, so, it, so that's you know, if we start breaking international law, then we're no longer a player on the world stage. You know, we're, we're no longer a big, uh, you know, because at the end of the day, Britain was rule of law. Remember that the European, is it the European Human Rights Treaty was written by British solicitors and solicitors and what's it called, barristers after the Second World War to try and bring all of Europe's, you know, basically stop another fucking war happening. All right. So that, that was a British legislation that we're currently trying to get out of. So if we start breaking international law, then we're no longer top of that pile. And I, we're not top of the pile now, but we will just not be trusted. So I don't know how it works. Boris well, Johnson is not the leader. I, no, I, I, well, I, I'm, I agree I'm willing with you to... Okay, I'll, I'll jump in. Um, I'm, I'm so... willing to put money down and go... I'm willing to put money down and go because of the selection, Brexit's not going to happen. Carry on. Oh, you you think you think Brexit's not 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 going to happen? Okay, interesting. No, um, I I don't I don't think we can e easily stop it, but um, I I, th I think you you make a, a huge point there, uh, TC. It, it's the fact that actually there are institutions in the UK that are too big to fail, and they're likely to to start to creak under their own weight 
and begin to fail should Brexit go so incredibly south that we're kind of all expecting. And there is this now fear. The election's over. That bit's done. Now we've got this cliff edge that, that we're, we're about to face. But there are those organizations here that, that are, are going to be the ones going, well, don't let us fail. We're either going to rip, rip the, the government off again and you're going to give us money to, to um, keep the gas running, keep the lights on, the electricity and the yeah. power stations and all these things that, that will need financial support. Or there, there needs to be a forced general election for somebody that will actually reverse Brexit and uh, bring us bring the ship back round by taking out the ballast, plastering up the massive gaping fucking hole that we currently have, and then sailing it in the same direction that, that Joe Biden's currently going. You know, so yeah, I, I I'd love to think that Brexit isn't going to happen, but but sadly, I think it is. I think we're we're going to have a ninth hour deal that's going to be worse than the Theresa May deal, uh, and sold to us a bit, uh, as if it's this uh, new utopia. And we'll watch our bread and milk go up. And then we'll be like, what on earth? And we'll have more protests. Uh, and then hopefully, which I doubt it will, because um, you, 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 you've got mini, um, mini Trump currently leading our, uh, our organization, our, our country. I doubt he'll give up power all that easy. Because he won the prize and doesn't know what to do I, anymore. I, I, can I just, I just want to interject, I James. You meant Forrest would get a world beating deal a world beating deal because that's what yeah. boris says all the time <laughs> that's what he's saying world beating world beating, yeah. beating. You're world right. beating. Yeah. i i think this election means that actually boris is in a lot more trouble than it seems um because from the start it's been very clear to me boris never knew what he was doing he didn't understand what brexit really was and i think the government's going to come very much undone if brexit does go ahead because if it goes ahead the way it is at the moment, it means absolute economic disaster, for the, especially the southeast of this country. And if the Tories manage to mess up the southeast of this country with massive car parks filled with lorries, um, what is it, they, the Farage garages and all the rest of it, massive delays on people driving across to France, people being unable to, you know, lots of cost when it comes to going on holiday and all the rest of it, if if that happens, I think Boris is completely done for. And I think Boris knows this as well. Because there's no way, the, if you watch the line that the Express, because I think the Express is their chosen newspaper for the Boris fan club. And if you look at the tone they're starting to take, if you look at the tone LBC is starting to take, if you look at the tone that a lot of the real right-wing um Tory supporters who like to call themselves libertarian um, take it's that it's everybody else's fault but Boris's already they're starting to portion blame on people who they call Remainers already they're starting to put the blame on people that opposed Brexit and the only reason they've got for doing that is because they know this is going to end up as a hell of a mess like a biblical, biblical proportion mess because they didn't know what it was. They thought they were leaving the EU, but really they literally slit the rest of this country um, economically and it's going to come to a head. We cannot not trade with Europe. We cannot have a situation where lorries and trucks are being stopped for days on end 
with the fresh food we need to get into this country. And I, I'm almost certain the day that Brexit actually kicks in, border control on the UK side will disappear. I, um, I just, and I don't think they'll be checking anyone or stopping anyone because it nah, will not they work. Will. They, they don't will. have the resources. I'm, I'm sure they will. Can we just clarify? Can we just clarify yeah. that that um, we will be trading with the EU still? I mean, even even if we're on WTO, we'll be trading yeah. with we'll be trading with Europe. The issue is that mm. any profitability, yes. any you know, the profits that companies will make will disappear pretty much overnight. We're talking about British yes. companies exporting to Europe mm. and and the other way around. And it means that obviously, as we've seen already, that people that come to pick fruit from Romania and Bulgaria are no longer coming over because the pounds dropped. So there's no fucking point. You know, and it's about profitability, and it's what it's going to do to lots of industries within the UK that I'm not qualified enough, but I seem to have a better grasp than quite a lot of Brexiteers in government about what's going to happen. Do you know what I mean? And that's what worries me. And I haven't been to any particularly good schools, and and I didn't do particularly well at university. But somehow I can grasp this, and and our ministers don't seem to be able to, which which really scares me. It, 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 sorry, is, is, is mm. the UK absolutely taking a, back, a backwards step in terms of um, suddenly all their factory workers are either one not there, two need a lot of sponsorship to get them over into into the country, so that's an expense, time and money, um, and uh, the the British people. Um, feel themselves as higher than those types of jobs in lots of ways and, and therefore won't do them. Oh, and wouldn't it be a great, wouldn't there, wouldn't it be great if there was some sort of excuse to reduce our overheads in the UK and have this factory in a place that doesn't have so many overheads? Let, let's shift it down to one of the emerging nations in Africa or over to India where, you know what, it's, um, uh, the wages there is 20% compared to the wages they have to pay in the UK. And all they need is the extra startup yeah. cost to, to spin up that factory. And there are people and entrepreneurs in those other emerging economies who are placing those bets and building mm. those, those factories, yeah. waiting for, for uh, you know, um, probably targeting their marketing to those CEOs going, Brexit, do you know how much money you're, you're about to lose? Shift to us. We've got this yeah. plush thing. Pay us this five-year this five year term on really great deal, on really great uh, terms. You lower, lower your, your costs. We bring all that money into, uh, into India. The person at the top is making a, a ton of money because actually it's so mm. much cheaper to, to set this stuff up. Of course, it's more attractive. And we're like, oh, great. We're, we're just making it easier mm. for big business to, to rinse the UK because, all right, bleh, you know, again, I explode. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, James. I'm sorry. I, uh, it's true, though, isn't it? It's true. Um, That's the thing. It's true. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely true. And what makes it look? I, 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 I keep saying this, and this is why I think <laughs> they're either going to fudge Brexit, or they're they're going to literally turn this country into like um like Jersey. So it'll be like a whole Jersey, and we'll, we'll just be. Like throwing dodgy money everywhere, like we are already in the city, but that's yeah, our that's business. It's call centers and dirty <laughs> money. Um, and I just I, I've said it before because nobody knows what's going to happen, that's going to make it all the worse. Because of all the policies that governments come out of over the past year since Boris has been in, all that popped into my head is the furlough scheme 
and stopping people in dinghies somehow by bringing out the Navy. I don't know what this government's all about. And I don't know if anybody else really does know what this government's about because it's been U-turns, it's been gaffes, it's been a refusal to go on Good Morning Britain, it's been a general malaise of of, of Boris coming out every six months again. Well, Boris is going to take on hands hands-on control. What was he doing before he was taking hands on control? Is he not prime <laughs> minister for a reason? You know, I, I've got a yeah, theory. Go I've got a theory what this government yeah. is about. And I think it's a lot like the, the Trump government in the US. This government is about making money. Mm. And it's one thing that they're doing particularly yeah. well without delivering any results. Yeah, Contracts are going, especially with... Um, coronavirus so test and trace um ppe you, you can you can reel them off money's disappeared without any products coming in you know so this money th this government's all about making money everything else all the other stuff all the um letterboxes and all that stuff all the racist you know uh, i if i was i know taking the eye something from game of thrones i'd only kneel for the queen and my wife to propose my wife all that smoke and mirrors that's the take you know, the, the statue stuff has to take your eye off the ball. They're making money, Curtis. And actually, just like the Trump, the Trump government, I don't care if people are dying. They're making yeah. money. Do you know what I mean? They're getting rich. And that's what this government is about. And yeah. this is what uh, I, 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 this is what I believe. This is only my theory. But this is what I think is going yeah. on. You know, and this is what I think these lot are about. I'll move on now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you, you know, I, 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 I think you, I think you're right. I, you know, I actually, TC, I was expecting some, so uh, another diatribe of something that was incredible, but actually, that was your endpoint, so that, that, that was cool. Um, so I, I agree. I, it's that it's down to you know, narcissism, individual narcissism, where um, they are looking after number one, and number one. Uh, uh, mechanism of looking after themselves is cash simple as that and yeah. if it's not cash directly in into those individuals which of course is as soon as you you stop being a conservative mp you jump into something like jp morgan um as a like a, a million dollar a year consultant but hey um it, it's about allowing the likes of the jp morgans and the dows and all those kinds of other companies out there and maybe it's not them but but other other big ones to um propagate messages through government that help them make more money that's it and if mm. it's not doing that then they will not lobby in that way and we we don't hear very much of uk lobbying but like you were saying, we're in the top 10. Um, um, what's that word again, uh, Curtis? Uh, GDP. GDP. Yeah. Economy. Thank you. We're in the top, in the top 10 global economies. There, there's a lot of countries out there, you know, um, uh, lobbying happens and it happens in very shady ways. Mm -hmm. And in all those boys clubs, and in, you know, boardroom, lock, locked room conversations, you know, the ERG, European um, Research Group, that is a, that's a lobby. That's we don't know who funds it. We, we it's never come out who pays for them, but they all get paid a wage. We don't know who they're funded by. Mm. Although you know, being part of the ERG makes me feel like I can relax in uh, one of the most prestigious uh, places and lie on on the sofa in Parliament, and it's okay. You know, it's like. Mm. 
what how much disrespect mm. can these people actually show the the rest of the nation uh, before they realize that they have screwed over millions upon millions of people but they just don't have mm. any sort of empathy with those type of people whatsoever because they haven't they haven't zero understanding yeah. of it they've never actually gone and lived there and lived that life and had to endure what those people have to endure it's just not in their remit they're just their remit is oh it's a big townhouse and um trips to the country and you know the, whatever you know it's just huge amounts of money the 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 majority never ever see that's mm. the reality that that um, we are living in at the moment. It's the elitist millionaire governors that we bow to. And on that bombshell, <laughs> I'm sorry, wait. Yeah, that was beautiful. Um, look, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep the hope. The problem we have in the UK here is one. This is a government that's only had one year in. So there's little we can do in terms of dealing with them. I know for a fact that they are absolutely shitting themselves, especially the Northern Conservatives who nicked all those um, those um, MP roles from Labour and were like, yeah, we're, we're now defenders of the working class, but quickly didn't quickly have learned to realise that actually means looking after the working class. Um, <laughs> and I think they're panicking. I think the Tories are absolutely shitting it. Because you can you can bluster and abuse all you want. They successfully took down Corbyn. But at the end of the day, you have to deliver. And if you don't deliver, they're not going to reward them. This, this is not Alabama or Texas. If you, if you don't actually deliver on what you promise, they're not going to back you up. And especially Northerners, they've given them a chance. You know, a lot of people voted Tory that hadn't voted Tory before. And they're quickly starting to realise what they've got themselves into. Especially a lot of these Tories are so dogmatic. They so believe that it's like, um, that this, this, you know, socialism is bad. Uh, benefits are bad. Uh, you know, your money's your own. Nobody else really matters. They so deeply hold those beliefs that I think they're in for a bit of a shock over the next couple of years. And I think, although there's not much we can do about Boris at the moment, I don't think he's going to last another year because he's not going to be able to deliver on anything he's promised. And if Brexit even goes slightly to the, to the limit of, of where it's going, it seems it's going to go, I don't think he's going to last very long. But that, you know, as with UTC, my predictions, I'm not a soothsayer. I don't know. This is really down to the British people. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah. But as always, gentlemen... We'll be here to discuss it all. Why? Because it's a global frequency and we'll be here in a new year, I'm sure, if we don't have another show before the new year. But we'll be here as time goes on and we'll be here to discuss those issues. Why? Because we are the global frequency and this is a new establishment. And I think it's going to be an interesting year ahead, especially in the UK, especially in Europe. And I hope you'll all be here to join us as we move forward. Oh, that was another episode. Gentlemen, thank you for joining me. Thank you. Good night. Thank you so much. Good night. And our dear audience, please, like I said, share, like, leave your feedback. Uh, We'll be back for more probably in the new year, maybe sooner. We'll see. We might have some special episodes as we move forward through the end of this year. But thank you for joining us. It's been a blast. um, And I hope you've enjoyed it as much as we have. Have a nice night.
Good night.